This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the house on Sorority Row. When the nightmare ends, <laughs> the tagline begins. Whoop! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. Are, are you okay, Hotlanta? You sound a little low energy today. Whoop is all I had. I'm so sorry. Uh, is that where it is or where what is? Uh, oh. Or should we just start should we call you Sleepy Hotlanta for this episode? Yeah, that's the one. You need some performance enhancing drugs? Cocaine? Cocaine powder for your nose? I think we did the whole C is for cocaine thing earlier in the month. I don't remember. Probably all the cocaine. It's good enough for me. You're good enough yep. for you. <laughs> it's the only one who is. Yikes. So, what was this week and such? Well, we watched The House on Sorority Row. Oh, yeah, I remember. When we watched As the suggested by what, Brett Sontag. Supposed, supposed alleged real cousin, et cetera, so forth. Well, that's my cousin. Yes. So Allegedly. we've heard, we've heard about. Yeah, your you tell me that you've heard. Quote cousin. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, we, we watched the remake of this a while back. You guys did. I missed it for some reason. I was out of town. I don't oh, remember yeah, what I was our, doing. Our Carrie Fisher tribute. Yep. And so this is the original. That's the only way I know to hear it. Yep. And so how does the original start, Chris? From the beginning? Well, we start with uh, blurry black and white vision. With like blue wash on it? Yeah, it's real weird. It looks like somebody smeared Vaseline all over the lens of the camera when they filmed it. It was blue, but it was like it was like blue Vaseline, which yeah. I I didn't know was a thing. Maybe it was back in 1982. You gotta tint it. Mm-hmm. One smear of tint. One tit smear, please. <laughs> uh, they finally replace those with pap smears later. Yeah, and there's a a doctor shows up because a lady is giving the birth. Doctor, doctor. Yes. So he has to. Uh, Candle up his scalpel to give her a C-section. You gotta warm it up just a little. Yeah, like, did they not have rubbing alcohol there? Nope, just one medical candle. Yeah, one medical grade candle. And, uh, the it doesn't go well, I guess, because the doctor apologizes. He, he kind of, the, the doctor implies that they lost the baby. As yeah. in, the baby did not survive, not that they misplaced it. Yeah. And she's all like, no. Oh, heavens. Yeah, she, she goes, no! And then tries to struggle in her robotic body. Then everything yep. goes back to regular speed. Yeah, then we're cut back to regular times. Modern day. Right now. Which would... In the 80s. You know, 40 goddamn years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and uh, with this montage of... 
graduation pictures being taken and packing up the sorority house and yada yada yada. Yeah. And uh one of the sorority sisters runs three point seven miles back to the sorority house where we meet up with everybody because they're getting the pictures. Uh, they have names, probably. Yeah, there's lead girl. Uh huh. There is real sister, a real house sister of uh, Sorority Row. And then there's Rich Brunette. There are like two other blonde ladies and another brunette. Yeah, they all have very specific uh, character traits. That's way more names than the movie gave us. No, I mean, they don't have any character traits. I'm sorry. I got mixed up. No, seriously. I literally named all the character (laughs) traits. Yeah. Walking and breathing. Hair color. Yeah. Yeah. And actually they literally, according to the trivia, they literally killed off one of them quicker than, than they planned to because the actress's hair was too much like one of the other actresses hair and they didn't want people to get confused. Fair. It didn't help. I was still confused. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like there's, Yeah. There's, it's hard to tell them apart. I, I'm sorry. It's probably terrible of us that we can't tell them apart. But these characters were given very little definition. It's true. And uh, they're all going to have themselves uh, a... Party. Gra- yep. A graduation party. party. Because they were going to have the party one other some other place, but they couldn't raise the money to do it. So... They're going to have it at their sorority house, even though the house mom shuts down the house earlier than all the other houses by like June 19th or something every year. And and then um, so they're, but they're going to hang around anyway because they want to have their party. Partay. Yeah. And uh, the what sorority mom, I guess. I don't know what the right term house is. mom house mom. Yeah, she visits a doctor, and he wants her to stay at the hospital, but she refuses. It's all weird. Yeah, things aren't good. Blah blah blah. Negative prognosis. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he might as well have talked about like reverse polarity on her deflector dish. But he does give her a uh, Metalert bracelet. Yes. And says, okay, you can go home, but take this, I guess. So if you drop dead, people know to call me. Yeah. And meanwhile, back at the house, all of our not completely one-dimensional interchangeable characters are drinking champagne from beer steins like you do. Champagne right. steins. Yeah, and they're and they're giving like humorous toasts. Yeah, which which is how we find out that the curly br- curly haired brunette girl apparently is rich because she talks about her, you know, her being her her mom thinking she was born with a silver spoon in her mouth, or never letting her forget that she's born with a silver spoon in her mouth. But little does she know that the silver spoon is up her nose. <laughs> like, yeah, Got him. sick burn is it? It was a sick burn, I guess. 
And uh, they're all having a, I guess, good time. It, well, except for the girl who has to get up and puke. Yeah, and she runs into the house mom, who is uh, not about this party lifestyle they're li- living. No. No, especially because she has shut this house the fuck down already. And what are they even doing here? And for fuck's sake, they're not going to throw a fucking party. Yeah. So, Only she does not use, she does not swear at all. Yeah. They got to get their shit and get out tomorrow. Because yep. the house is shut the fuck down. And at some point, I don't know if it was before, a little bit before this or a little bit after this, uh, the real house sister of Story Row goes into a bard with her boyfriend and he teaches her how to shoot a gun and she is instantly a dead eye with it. Yeah. That's not how it happens. Not in my experience. Yeah, no, she she's just innately good. Yep. Yeah. She's and- and then she comes home and proceeds to have intercourse with her boyfriend on the waterbed. Well, try, tries to. Well, actually, I was very surprised by this. For 1982, she gets on top of him. Like, bef- they're not having it. He's like, has his pants on. But she gets on top of him, pulls out a condom wrapper, opens the wrapper, pulls out the condom, and is like, eh? At him, like, you're going to put this on. And I was like, Holy shit, like that's super progressive for a 1982 movie. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like is that pre-AIDS? Yes. Like that was just like no, this is birth control. Like it's not even like this will save your fucking life. It's just like this is just birth control. We need to do something. And I was like, "Holy shit, like that's amazing." And then they start boning and then house mom walks in with a cane and they do the fake out where you think she's they're going to like stab the the lovers with the cane, but instead she stabs the waterbed and tears a gash in it, and water barely leaks out of it. Yeah, like I had a waterbed in high school that I inherited from my parents, and if that thing wasn't sealed and someone climbed onto it, you'd have a geyser coming out of the fucking hole. <laughs> so yeah, that did not ring so true to me. They so, nail gunned you. Yeah. So, uh, real, uh, real house, whatever the fuck. Real house sister of sorority row, Chris. Come on. Yeah. She swears a blood oath against the, uh, house mom. Yeah. Like her eyes turn red, like wind blows her hair up from underneath. By the power of Satan. Yeah. So, uh, while everybody the next day is enjoying, Fried chicken by the world's grossest swimming pool. I did like that they point out because one girl's mom's like, Why is that pool so gross? And she's like, Well, because the house mother won't clean it because she says we never use it. But how are we going to use it if it's always fucking dirty? It looks like it's full of lime jello. Like it's gross. No, it's like it is definitely like mossed over. <laughs> it's like it is just, yeah, it's nasty. It's algae and moss and scum. It's great. And, uh, they have a fried chicken revenge prank party by the pool. Yeah. What well, they someone suggests lighting a bag of dog shit in her room. Classic. 
Yeah. A couple other people have ideas. And then Real House Sister of Sturdy Rose is like, I have an idea. It's the I have a gun. gun prank. My, I have my boyfriend's gun. And they're like, what? <laughs> no, no, we just use it to scare her. We don't actually shoot her with it. Yeah, it's just a classic pull a gun on an elderly woman prank. We've all done it. Hotland has done it three times. Four times by my count. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have missed the second one. Uh, wait, hold on. My The lawyer is saying allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Yeah, sorry. Just yeah. Want to make it was the clear. other Brett. It was the supposed alleged other real cousin Brett. Not the supposed alleged real cousin who suggested this movie, though. The other other one. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we cut over to the doctor. There's some x-rays. Uh, apparently the house mom is on the verge of going uh, full on nuts or something. Well, I, I mean, living with like whatever, like 16 like college age girls would drive me nuts. That's for certain. And like not in a sexy way. I mean, just like I would probably want to strangle all of them after about two days. Yeah. But I could be a little misanthropic sometimes. And then we cut back to all of the... Uh, sorority girls where we learn that the the prank is basically to pull a gun on an old lady yeah oh and like they fucking dry fire that gun once and i winced like when they did it i was like ah jesus christ don't dry fire a fucking gun that's terrible yeah but and the one girl <laughs> threw it that's a yeah. bad plan uh, and then they startle one girl like they're holding it. She's like, eh, don't worry, it's not loaded. And then as the girl kind of like looks, she's going to pull the trigger. They just yell, bang. <laughs> and she yes. jumps. I'm like, God damn it. Gun safety, people. Yeah, it's just some day one shit. <laughs> Did I ever tell you when we went to Bulgaria to visit my brother who was teaching there at the time? We went to a gun range. And it was like totally in the, the gun range was at the back. It was, it was at, in behind the back wall of a restaurant in the bottom of a building that totally, totally was owned by the mob. Like, 100% had to be owned by mobsters. But they, like, we're like, is there, like, a gun range here? And, like, oh, yeah. And they just, like, wave us to the back, and there's a door in the back. We get there. The guy's like, well, what kind of guns do you want to shoot? Like, well, let's just do pistols because, you know, that's get to pay for your ammo. We're like, you can, I guess we could have gotten submachine guns, but just we would have gone through ammo so fast it would have been like, super expensive. So so he hands us the, the you know, my brother and I, we both grew up like my dad was a hunter. So we both grew up with guns and we take the pistols and we we look at them. We set them down like with the barrels pointing away from everybody because fucking gun safety. And he's like and the guy's like, oh, I love it when Americans are he, come in because they don't point guns at me because <laughs> <laughs> they know like gun safety rules. <laughs> Whereas like other people come in here and there's like just the guns, they're waving the guns around. And they're pointing them at me. I'm like. Come on, guys. Like, how do you know it's not loaded? He's like, well, you handed it to us. He's like, well, did you check it? Like, how do you know I didn't actually leave it loaded? Like, <laughs> come on. All guns are loaded. So, yeah. So I was like, it really I'm like. Loaded. The, my brain was like, ah, gun safety. No, no, no. During that portion of the movie. <laughs> so they, uh, <clears throat> they hit her up with the hilarious prank where. They tell her that they sh she should go to the pool because they set her cane afloat. On an inner tube. Yeah. And then they pull a gun on her. <laughs> it's a prank. Uh, because she, she, 
She sucks. <laughs> yep, and, and they tell her to get into the water to go get her cane, and then they shoot some blanks at her. Well, no, first they, they do the fake-out ankle shot. Yeah. To, you know, make her think the gun is for real. And it's all really confusing because first she actually shoots a thing. Yeah, she shoots at a flight ball, be like, aha, it's loaded. So basically, when they put the magazine in, they had a uh, a live round at the top of the magazine and then a bunch of blanks. Yeah. So they shoot the light bulb to show that it's loaded, and then they they pretend to shoot a girl in the ankle, yeah. and then they make her get into the get into the pool, and then she shoots the the a few blanks at the house mother just to fuck with her. And then the ankle girl reveals that her, her she wasn't actually injured. It was all a, a prank. And then some people get pissed off about it, and they have a struggle. And then they accidentally somehow hit her with a hit the house mother with some live rounds. Yeah, which I just I mean kudos to a bunch of college girls for rigging up a squib. I guess on that short of a notice. Yeah. So they shoot the house mother. Yeah, and then uh, everybody freaks out, you know, on account of the murder. Yeah, murder the Erdler. And uh, likes killing. So they come up with a great plan, which is to get towels to weigh her down. <laughs> yeah, there was some heavy towels. They, they want to fill her pockets with rocks, basically. <laughs> Yeah, I still... And just sink her in the pool. And, and we'll deal with it later. Yeah. because After you, the party, because the party's way more important than the fact that we shot and killed someone. The band is pulling up right now. We just gotta ditch this corpse. Yeah. Although I do love the band's name is Four Out of Five Doctors. Well, I've got some headcanon about the band. Oh, okay. I don't know if now's a good time. Mm. The party hasn't started yet. So they uh they weigh her down with towels. <laughs> which I still can't believe made it into the final draft of the script. Yeah. What's the, what's heavy? Wet towels? Perfect. Put it in the goddamn script, Frank. Put it in. <laughs> That's like asking, like, "Hey, eighty-year-old grandma, what's like the worst, the heaviest thing you have to you have to pick up?" Oh, like these wet towels. Okay. <laughs> yeah, super heavy. Yeah. So, uh, they wrap her with towels and throw her in, and she floats almost instantly because, of course, <laughs> she fucking does. They're goddamn <laughs> towels. Towels do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> they're like goggles. And they're uh, they're getting ready for the party now. Yep, and they've and uh, the lead girl has gotten set up on a blind date, I yeah. believe, with some guy, Peter or something. Paul, I don't know what his name is. Ringo. Matthew, Mark, John, Jesus. Yep, probably. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Yeah, it's pronounced Jesus. He's yeah. a good bowler. <laughs> Yeah, my my wife lived in Arizona for quite a few years, and she saw literally saw a bumper sticker that said like Jesus loves her, and she's like, 
who is Jesus and why does he love me? Just because she completely spaced on the fact that it actually said Jesus. I like it. <laughs> so it's a uh, party time. Woo-hoo. In the USA. Whoop. Yeah. And there's all sorts of exciting party things going on. Like there's girls trying to recite the Greek alphabet. Yeah. Streamers. Girls saying mediocre looking guy is super hot. Yeah, I mean I that's not really my wheelhouse, but I was like, no, I feel like y'all could probably do better. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure there's some dude hotter in this room than that guy. I mean, if that's what you're into, you know, all good. I yeah. hear just I mean I that's go. not saying that I wouldn't have been that guy. <laughs> you know, in college, but the, uh, for hotness level, but still, I was like, I don't know. I feel like maybe someone hotter could have been used as the insert shot for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he does well for himself. Yeah. I mean, he's in the movies, so I mean, he can't be too bad off, right? Yeah. I mean, they're all talking like it's a Brad Pitt, but then you get a Jonah Hill. Yeah. Pretty much. Jonah Pitt. Brad Hill. And then the the band is rocking out. Yep. And now is your time for your headcanon, Chris. Okay. So headcanon is lead singer of the band is Fred from Scooby-Doo. Okay. And the mystery is all dried up. Well, he has, he's got the blonde hair. He's got a kind of an ascot kind of thing going on. Right. Uh, Shaggy is the guy playing keyboards. Okay. They ate Scooby before they made it big in the music biz. You know, playing sorority parties. Yeah. Uh, Was there a shark playing drums? No. No Jabberjaw. (laughs) What about the Snorks? Really? We're going to get down the Snork Road again? Snork. Uh, Well, I mean, we did pollute an underwater environment with a dead body in this movie, so... It floated real quick. It was already polluted. It was pretty polluted. (laughs) Yeah, the dead body only made it better. It cleaned it up a little bit. Gave everything something to eat. So, um, the party's in full swing. And some guys decide to toss a girl into the pool. Yeah. Because they hear a girl screaming and they all run out there because they're like, oh shit, like someone's being murdered, leered, leered. And no, they just have her like by the arms and legs and they're swinging her like they're going to throw in their pool. They, they get, they, they get the guys to put her down. But then one of the guys pushes her anyway, because he's a fucking asshole. And then the girls are like, hey, what t-shirt contest? And the guys are like, really? And they run back into the house. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty fucking funny. (laughs) And at some point, uh, some Jack Black looking motherfucker gets murdered in the woods. Murderly Erdlerd in the woods, Chris. Yeah, he's all like out in the woods and he's like, hey man, what's up, Gary? And then gets Kane yeah. stabbed. Kane in the face. And the, uh, the girls all come to the realization that their corpse pool move will be found out if the pool lights come on yeah because 
there's a chance the lights might actually illuminate that slop of water enough to see there's a body sunken in it. Yeah, I guess. It's the stuff is like it. Oh no, the oatmeal that is this pool might be lit up like a fucking Fourth <laughs> yeah. of July because of yeah, one light. It's a the the hazy bro the hazy boys would love this pool. That's what we're saying. So they send up uh, one of them. Uh, yes. Who, know, who knows which one? A brunette one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They send her down to the basement to check out the pool lights. I'm assuming there's a breaker or something down there. Yeah. Maybe they want her to flip. So she heads down to the or fucking Hadron Collider room. Yes. Whatever I thought it the- was a water heater. Whatever it, it doubles. It it's at both Hadron, Large Hadron Collider, and Water Heater. I mean, those those girls were lucky because there was enough hot water in that thing. You could have burnt the flesh off of somebody before you ran out of hot water. That's and yet they don't do use that in the movie at all. And uh, she uh, she heads down. She unhooks the pool light fuse thing. And then, uh, you know, gets killed for her efforts. Yes. By the unseen assailant. I mean, we see him, but we don't see, like, the face and stuff. Well, I mean, we, we saw, like, the, the killer backlit, and they have frizzy white hair, much like the house mother, and they wield a cane, much like the house mother. And... Oh, and also some guys strip down to their underwear and go swimming in the pool, and one of them is fat and says that he's a sea pig. Yeah, and I was like, hilarious. Because he's like, seriously, he's like, I'm a sea pig. Yeah. And you're like, um, did the director not give you the right notes on how to, to on how we wanted that delivered? Because, like, Dead serious was not what I would have expected. Someone, I, was, I would have been someone to deliver that line. <laughs> I'm yeah, pig. It was weird. It was like he just came to this weird, like sobering realization. Like he had a moment of clarity right there in that instance, drunk with his yeah. tidy whities in the grossest pool that's ever existed. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, I'm a sea pig. My entire life has led up to this moment. Yes, I'm a sea pig with a Bachelor of Arts. I'm going to have to work in a factory when I get back home. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, one of the girls said she was going to go work for Pan Am as I'm assuming as a, I guess she did. Huh, you know what? They didn't, she didn't say as a flight attendant, did she? No. I was like, who goes to college to become a flight attendant? But I guess she could be working like at the headquarters. Cause so that's fine. I was like, I would be like, wait a second. Why did she like say she's worked for Pan Am? Because I guess stupid me assumed she was going to be a flight attendant, which is not what I should assume. So, yeah, I need to watch Tag again. Apparently, yeah, you you don't seem ashamed enough. Watch Tag yeah. again. That's your penance. Yep. Well, I mean, not penance. That's my training. Because Tag Tag's a good movie, so it's not penance. So yeah, and um. Uh, let's so see what starts happening. They, um, they all meet back in the kitchen. Yeah, because when Sea Pig was out there, they realized that the the 
Tau Corpse is gone. Yes. And they're like, uh oh. So, what now? Is she is um is House Mother not dead? Is she loose? Yeah. And the only reasonable goddamn person is like, hey, maybe we should call the fucking cops and be like all this stuff, like I said earlier. And they're like, nah, nah, how about not that? No, no, we shot someone. We will go to jail. We should not call the cops. It yeah. was basically the argument against it. Obviously, she was fine. She got out of the pool. She's having a good laugh at our expense because that seems like the way they characterized her earlier. Oh, yeah, totally, totally light, you know, forgiving and, you know, light spirited. Oh, yeah, definitely the fun dean in a college romp, a yeah. college sex. Oh, yeah, like she's romp. totally the dean from community. Exactly. So they decide. What do they decide? They, they find somehow they find the body. Oh, the one one of the blonde ones becomes really upset and goes into her closet and sings a song while crying, and then the uh, attic opens up and the corpse falls down. Obviously, how did I forget that happened? That's a reasonable yes. series of events. Yep. <laughs> and so then they take the body and they're like, well, we have to get rid of it. We have to dispose of the body. Like, well, how do you dispose of the body? You throw it in the dumpster. Yeah. But then we have a dumpster with a body in it. Well, then we push the dumpster down the road until we can ditch it somewhere else. And keep in mind, all of the girls have gotten together and decided that the corpse of the house mother that is still wrapped up in dense towels and burlap sacks and whatnot crawled the fuck up into the attic of her own accord. It inchwormed, man. She got serious core strength. She had to work for it. Yeah. Oh, work, hey, you're work. still here. I am. <laughs> I, I forgot. Yeah. I've been talking occasionally. Halanta has not had his testosterone pills today. He's got low T. That's what it is. I saw a baseball man who can help you with that on the TV earlier. Yeah. So they uh, they all throw a body in the dumpster, but the crying singing one decides to get changed and uh, have a good cry. And she finds- but not in a shower. No, not just, a shower cry. No, no, no. This is a classy movie. She just gets naked in a room. Yeah. And then she finds a jack in the box slash music box on her balcony. It's like a music box with like a clown on top. So it spins while the music plays. It's a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like happy death day kind of weird music box. Yeah. And uh, it instantly lifts her spirits, and she thinks it's hilarious. As you do. Uh-huh. And then she gets uh, caned. Yes. Well, not caned. I guess stabbed. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure uh, that no wrestling moves were, were uh, performed upon her. Yeah. Right, what was Kane's finisher anyway? I don't know. 
Probably the tombstone. I don't remember. That sounds right. Yeah. Sure. Or choke slam, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I Kane came around after I stopped watching, like yeah. a year or two afterwards. There's no last ride because that was the Undertaker, I believe. Yeah. But anyway, the important thing is that she's dead. Yes. And then we cut to uh, everybody else hucking a body in a dumpster. You know, classic yep. party at, at college. And the three girls just start pushing it down the fucking road. <laughs> yeah. Taking out the train. <clears throat> fucking good plan, guys. <laughs> and so they're pushing it down the road, and then they hit something. And, uh, you know, they hit something. It's a, the campus police car. Yeah. And out hops and, this guy that looks like he's going to a goddamn military funeral. <laughs> I mean, I, all I could think of was the dad for Family Matters. Carl Winslow? Carl Winslow! Yes. <laughs> that's all I could think of. It's probably terrible, but that's kind of what he reminded me of. And so he, uh, they, hit the, they hit the car with the dumpster, and he's like, uh... What you doing? And they're like, oh, we're taking out the trash. And he's like, really? She's like, oh, yeah, we do it every Friday night. And he's like, at 1.43 in the morning? Like, oh, yeah, we just had a party. We cleaned up, and now we're taking the trash out. And he's like, um, hold on a second. And he gets on the radio, and he's like, uh, I got a fender bender here, and I got three female suspects and blah, blah, blah. And they're all like, oh, shit. Like, the fuzz is on to us. And, uh, and then, so he's like, now, now seriously, ladies, like, what do you got in here that like, you're pushing a dumpster down the fucking road at one in the morning on a, f- well, I guess a Saturday morning at this point. And they're like, well, officer, the thing is, and then the, the radio cracks on they're like, oh, um, uh, you know, officer Winslow, we need you back at the precinct. So, uh, or back at campus back at campus police headquarters. So come on back. He's like, okay, ladies, well don't do it again. And leaves. Why was he so worried about the time as opposed to the fact that they were wheeling a dumpster down the road? (laughs) Well, I mean, I, if you're taking out the trash, maybe put it, if you have to push the dumpster down the road, like four in the afternoon, isn't so unusual, but Anyone pushing a dumpster around down the road at 1.43 in the morning probably is up to something shady. Anyone pushing a dumpster down the road at any point in time is probably up to something shady. Yeah, the whole point of a dumpster is that somebody comes and gets it. You, yeah. don't, you don't get a dumpster. They're, okay, when it's time for the dumpster to get unloaded, we're going to need you to push it a mile and a half down this road. <laughs> and... uh and and like so, what do they? One of them go. They oh yeah. One of the girls like has blood on her dress, so they they had sent her back to the house before he saw her. Even though like clearly three girls were there to start with, and as he's getting out of the car, one of them just runs away. Totally not suspicious. Yeah, she might as well have been whistling nonchalantly as she walked away. <laughs> or just like walking by, like you can't see me. Uh, and, uh, what do they do? Like, do they just keep pushing the dumpster down the road or do they stop? I don't even know what happens from there with that dumpster. 
They uh, well, they get caught, and the Carl Winslow just tells them. Yeah, yeah, we went. I went through all that, Chris. You were here for that, remember? Yeah, I was here. Yeah, so he got called back. Yeah, and then they, the, they just the headquarters. There's no explanation as to what happens to the dumpster. Okay, that's what I thought. Just wanted to make sure that my my re- recollection of the movie was the same as yours. Yeah. Well, and at some point, reasonable girl ends up at the attic with her blind date where they find the dead bird. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a card. Oh, yeah, a card made out to Eric, which I thought was funny because that's my brother's name. Yeah. And then uh, they find a, a clown costume. Mannequin thing. And Peter's like, this is a fucking weak date. And she's like, yeah. hey, shut up and go downstairs and drink some more Lushy. Yeah, because he's like, do you want a drink? She's like, no, nah, I think I'm good. He's like, well, I could use one. <laughs> and wanders off to get one. It's fair. Oh, also, uh, one of them dies in a van. Oh, yeah, she goes to get... Yeah, she goes in a van. I don't know fucking why she was in the van. She was going to smoke a cigarette in a van, but then the, the fucking radio comes on and she gets killed. I don't fucking know. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the the death the deaths in this movie are pretty un- immeasurable. So, uh, blood dress girl who they sent away from the whole dumpster fiasco. Yeah, she gets uh, jumped on the way back to the house. And again, not in a sexy way. No, but she escapes. Yep. And a uh, reasonable girl finds her, and she's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And she's just like. <laughs> mumble nonsense and she's like cool 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 I'm gonna go call the cops cause somebody should have done that three fucking hours ago at this point yeah and she says something like cocaine like finally the, the, the girl who was attacked managed to spit out the word cane yeah and she's oh the first vampire you were attacked by vampires it's, yeah obviously that's what happened <laughs> so uh she Which had clan she heads to the payphone to call the cops. And while she's off to call the cops, the uh, blood dress, somebody busts through the kitchen window. She grabs a knife and runs off. Yep. And then she's also like, she's getting ready to call the cops and her blind and original girl's blind date's like, hey, uh, uh, where's your house mother? I'm sure they're going to want to talk to her. And the reasonable girl's like, well, my house mother isn't here right now. She, and like, I think I was like, really? Like, isn't that kind of the point of the house mother is to be in the house mothering? And, oh, and then the reasonable girl's like, well, yeah, you know, I don't really think I need to call the cops. It's fine. Everything's fine here. We're all fine here. How are you? Yeah. A uh, blood dress gets chased into the bathroom by the assailant. Uh, the assailant turns on the shower, which in turn apparently fills up the entire bathroom with water. That's not how yours works. No, but mine's broken oh. real bad. So that's why you doesn't <laughs> fill up the bathroom that good then. Yeah, when Chris turns on his shower like the the how it shed the head comes out of the wall and chases him around the bathroom until a clown climbs up out of the drain. Yeah, they get real long, and I'm actually a small preteen boy who's cowering. Good way to start your day. 
This, yeah, it's great. Every morning before work. I mean, it gets the blood going. I got to say that much. It'll wake you up. It'll before cure, you go. It cures what ails you. If what ails you is not horrible nightmare fuel. <laughs> but yeah, these showers, for some reason, just flood the floor. Yeah. And uh, she gets the uh, the old celery crack throat slit. Oh, yeah. Which stuck out to me because it really does sound like somebody just had like a, an entire celery stalk, like a whole, uh, I don't know what the head proper term is. Yeah, a head, I guess. And just was yeah. like, and just twisted it. And I was like, okay, cool. That's what stabbing <laughs> someone in the neck sounds like. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And a reasonable girl finds... Well, she goes back to the kitchen and sees that uh, stunned girl is missing and then runs out into the party to find her. And they pass the piano and there is a book on the piano that says Pi Theta songbook or piano book. And I was like, really? Like you guys went to the the set dressers went to that much work on this movie <laughs> that they created like a cover of a songbook. Yeah, I mean, I'll give them credit. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I was just kind of like, wow, like someone cared about their job on this movie. Good for that. <laughs> and she uh, she ends up heading outside and she finds the Metal Alert bracelet. Yeah, and it says, you know, if if found, please call Dr. So-and-so. Yeah, so she gives Dr. Uh, so-and-so a call. And Dr. So-and-so is like, hey, what's going on? Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, that checks out. I'll be there shortly. Yeah, and then, uh, and so he's on his way. He's, and he's like, and, I'll, and so, he, uh, and in the meantime... Uh, the real house sister of Sorority Row and rich brunette girl take the body and throw it in the van because they're going to then drive to the cemetery and they find a open grave, but it's not deep enough apparently. So they get into the grave and start digging another couple feet as I they state. And, uh, to, uh, is a fuck hole. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a fuck hole deep. It's not bury a body deep. Yeah, so they have to dig it deeper. It's uh, meanwhile, Doctor the One Guy shows back up at oh, the house. Doctor the One Guy, and uh, he he's really Doctor Exposition, I guess. Yeah, and he gives us the whole spiel about how House Mother. Wanted to have a baby, but she was having trouble conceiving. So he had an experimental uh, protocol that he was using with women to get them to have babies. And she had the baby, and the baby was fucked up. His words, not mine. And uh, they, uh, yeah, and then, uh, and so they he had, well, I had defects, I think was the actual term he used. And, uh, then he, um, and so she was distraught about that, and she must obviously like be on a killing spree or some such thing. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's a very convoluted story for he fucked that lady. 
Is that what you think that is? That that was my read. Was his, his oh, experimental okay. procedure? I, that didn't even fucking occur to me. Was he was just like drugging chicks and having sex with them? Yeah. I mean, and, because I'm a monster, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a horror movie, Chris. Like, I've seen horror movies where people get revenge on other people because the other person caught them having sex with their sister. You know, that per- caught one person having sex with the, that one person's sister. So, well, it's not like we, we haven't done that movie for the podcast, have we? I don't know. Maybe. We, we've done several hundred, so. I was like the one where one guy gets uh, gets punished for catching a brother and sister participating in incest. Oh, is it weird that it doesn't narrow it down enough? <laughs> oh, what if it was Korean and then remade as an American movie? Okay. Listeners, if you know what movie that is, let us know. <laughs> uh, it has a really cool fight scene in a hallway. Yeah, never heard of it. Okay. It's not true. The guy, get, the guy gets locked one. up for like 10 years in a whole, like a room. American one, real bad. Yes. Real bad. Scarlet Witch is in it, though. Still bad. Yeah. Anyway. And, yeah. So uh, the good one realizes that the murder child is on the loose. Murdidly Erdler child. Fair enough. So uh, her and Doctor head to the cemetery. Well, they first they stop at the pool, and she looks at the pool and screams. And I don't. I was looking at my phone at the time, so I'm not sure what she saw or didn't see. Was it the fact that like there was no, there was nobody in the pool or something? Do we remember anybody? Bueller. There was a bunch of no, corpses sir. in the pool. All oh, all it was her the, friends. The oh, dead girls yeah. are in the pool now. Yeah. They're all a bunch of sea pigs now. Yeah, we're all sea pigs now. All the sea pigs float down here. <laughs> I'm a sea pig. <laughs> that was the best delivery of the whole movie. <laughs> it wasn't like he was embarrassed or excited. He was just like stating a fucking fact. Yeah, he came to a I'm realization. A he was sharing it with the rest of the people. He was very vulnerable <laughs> when he shared that, and I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. That may be my favorite part of this movie. Um, and so, yeah, so they're like, well, but we're still like, oh, two people, two of the women girls are still out there, like uh, Real House Sister of Sorority Row and Rich Brunette Curly Hair Girl. And the Dr. So-and-so is like, well, where are they? Like, so they're out there at the, the cemetery. Like, well, let's call the police. And so he calls the police and tells them that to be go to the cemetery and yada, yada, yada. They head down there. Meanwhile, um, rich brunette curly hair girl gets into the van to do something. Mm-hmm. And Murdily Erdler grabs her by the top of her hair and then slits her throat with the claw of a hammer. Like you do. It was a real sharp I mean, hammer, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I actually wouldn't have minded if they like if they literally just like ripped the throat out, like with the claw hammer. That and was super gory about it because that would have been cool. But probably wouldn't have gotten by uh, the MPAA in 1982. Yeah, and then um, so then like Real House Sister of Sorority Row gets out of the grave and 
goes to check on her friend and opens up the door and her friend just flops out dead. She screams. Murder the Erdler comes after her with the cane. She screams some more. Uh, gets hit with the cane a few times. Jabbed in the eye with it. And mm-hmm. then dies. Yeah. And, uh, and leaves a bloody handprint trail down the side of the van. Like you do. Yeah. And Dr. Uh, and the good one. So-and-so. Yeah. And he unwraps the uh, corpse. Turns out House Mother's been dead, you know, because they shot her. Yeah. Because, like, there was kind of playing this whole game as to, is it really the House Mother or is it not the House Mother the whole time? And then, like, they finally reveal, in fact, nope, it is not the House Mother. It must be her crazy child who somehow survived and she has been keeping in the attic of the house for 19 years or whatever it is. And he saw them shoot his mom and dump her body wrapped in towels, wet towels, into the pool. And apparently he took offense to that. Yeah. Weirdo. Yeah. So, uh, Dr. What's-His-Head and the good one head back to the sorority house. The good one's like, hey, what about the cops? And the doctor's like, yeah, about that drug syringe. Yeah, I didn't actually call the cops because uh, I'm probably at least partly responsible for this whole situation. So have this uh, this syringe of sedative so that I can get you to just sit in a chair when I tell you to. And I can use you as bait to attract uh, Eric. Yeah. Well, he says sedative, but he sure reads more like mild hallucinogen. Mild. Yeah, like peyote. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's a sedative or fucking straight mescaline right into your fucking blood. <laughs> so she has uh, some kind of crazy trip out dream where the varying corpses are all dancing around yeah. and talking. Well, there's a cane. Yeah. And then there's the house mother holding the cane. And then there's like old... There's, there's people dancing who I'm not 100% sure who the fuck they are. I was thinking it was her parents. Okay, sure. That's no more or less plausible than anything I could come up with. And then it was all the sorority sisters in uh, evening gowns. Yeah. And it just kind of cycles through those images. It's like kind of, it's like proto-Lynchian, I guess. It's weird. Yeah, like I said, (laughs) proto-Lynchian. And then uh, in the darkness, I, I... Form stumbles through the door, and Doctor What's his head pops Tranks up to him. trank him. Yep, but it turns out it's not uh, the the bad guy, Eric. Right? Right. It's not Eric. It's I don't Peter know. Paul. It's Peter Paul, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yeah, and uh, the the blind date guy. And Doctor's like, "Fuck it, in for a penny, in for a pound. Fucking drug needle for him." <laughs> you get drugs. You get drugs. You get drugs. Everyone gets drugs. And uh the good one scampers off at this point and the doctor's like, "Hey, what's going on, man? Just come on back here. I got more drugs. Just sit here and be bait for the murder. Murder the Erdler. And uh doesn't work out for some reason she's not into that plan yeah i don't know like it's like it's like women don't like to be drugged 
Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, if they say drug me, that's fine. If they don't say drug me, it's not fine. That's what I've learned. That seems right. An important lesson. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Dr. What's-His-Head gets his. Yeah, because she, uh, the good one, uh, hides up in the attic and, um, the clown up there starts moving around because, oh no, Eric's in the clown suit. Ah. Well, first, she makes a quick stop in the bathroom where she finds her, uh, friend's head in the toilet. Oh yeah. And has a good scream. Yeah. Good, a good toilet scream. And then she tricks him into the attic. Yeah. And, and Eric has killed. He pushes the doctor off of a railing, like to fall down some down to the another floor or something. Doctor goes splat. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And uh, she's up in the attic waiting for him. She has another uh, drug trip. Yeah. She finds. Oh, she uses the. Um, the music box to lure him up to the attic, though. Yeah, and then she tries to fill him full of lead, but uh, it's apparently full of blanks except for that one that you know killed the house mom. Well, and the one that shot the um, light, light bulb. bulb. Yeah, yeah. But see, Hotlander knows what's up. Sometimes. And uh, Eric tries to get her with the cane. But then she she finds the secret doll knife. Oh, it's like it's like the head of a doll like was on a spike, so she took the head off of the doll and used the head spike to stab him a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, I know I know shit was fast and loose in the eighties, but I didn't think that was the way you could make a doll back then. Well, I think, but it's an older doll. You have to remember, like it's from the. At the, at the earliest, it's from the 60s because it's his doll and he's uh, 19 years old at this point. Yeah, I didn't realize that dolls in the 60s were made of gun spikes mostly. And it's probably his mom's doll originally, so it's probably from like the fucking 30s or 20s. So she, uh, she stabs the shit out of him. Yes. With her doll shank. And she, he uh, collapses in a heap falls through the hole in the attic floor where the stairs, you know, the ladder comes down. Yeah. And, and and he lands on his back and she lays there on the floor panting. And then they, they cut to his face. Then his eyes open up and then credits. Yep. And that was this movie. More or less. Yeah. The house on Sorority Row. Yeah. Which, for being a house on Sorority Row, was incredibly far off of the street. Just saying. I never saw the campus. And she ran through it briefly. Oh. So hot, Lana. Give us your quick take on this. Real quick. I don't feel well. Uh, I don't know. Pretty forgettable. 
They never really named all the characters. It didn't hold my attention. Watch Black Christmas instead. I give this guy a solid four. <laughs> you said you'd give it a solid four. <laughs> Chris, what are your thoughts on the movie? It's it's okay. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's competent. It's not completely ridiculous. It's it's well shot. It's paced okay. It it starts off more interesting than it ends up being. It it starts off where you're like, oh hey, what's going on? Like there's kind of a story here. I wonder what's happening. And then it just kinda degenerates into a bootleg ass Friday the thirteenth. The kills aren't entertaining enough for it to be able to sustain a second half of a movie where it's all about people getting killed. It's serviceable. It's okay. It's it's a, it's a solid middle of the road. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> to really rile up my bile about it. But it's just not super interesting at the same time. I think maybe the newer one was better just because it was more interesting. Not that it was good, but at least it was more engaging, I guess. I'd say, uh... You could probably pass on this one. Unless you're just, you know, trying to fill out your bingo sheet. Of, uh, whatever bingo sheet you're trying to fill out that this happens to check the boxes <laughs> for. I think maybe if it was 1984 and I saw this, I would be like, hey, this is new and interesting. I'm into it. But this far down the line, there's plenty of movies that have done this better. I say pass. What do you say, Troy? Well, uh, I mean, I enjoyed that. Like, I recognized one of the actresses from. Well, I, I recognize. I enjoyed that I recognized one of the actresses. I do not enjoy that I recognized her from one of the Real Housewives shows. I think Orange County, if I remember correctly. Uh, I, my wife likes to watch those, and I will sometimes sit there and watch them with her because I like to like spend time with my wife. Oddly enough, and uh, so that was interesting because I spent about. 20 minutes trying to figure out why I knew that lady. Uh, so that was fun for me. I don't know how much fun that is for anyone else. Um, the first half of the movie, I kind of really enjoyed. Like, the story was fun. Like, you kind of had the tension around, oh, no, we just we shot our house mother. Um, how are we going to weigh her down in the pool? Well, I guess we have some wet towels. Uh, it was, was entertaining. Um, I mean, that was all fairly interesting uh the this kill set pieces were pretty pedestrian and they kind of just were like well we got kills we don't need to like write any story here that's fine and like they kind of try to play this like is it the house mother is it not the house mother kind of thing and it kind of works you know, and then you have the doctor that kind of shows up later and you're like it's he's kind of a red herring because you're like, oh, is he the killer? 
uh, for some goddamn reason. Um, but yeah, overall, it's probably skippable. I actually ended up just buying it on Prime because it was eight bucks and whatever. Uh, I couldn't rent it, so I just bought it. And it would be like watching commercials on Tubi. So, I don't know. It's skippable. But I guess if you're if you're just in the mood for like a, a low-brain slasher, it's not the worst thing you could watch. You know, after you've watched Black Christmas, because it definitely owes a lot to Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, so, what are we watching next week, Chris? We are going to watch Brightburn, I think. Yes, as suggested by Nikki Poo. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really have a right to call him because call him that because I have no idea where that name comes from or why you call him that. But hey, that's what he goes by on this podcast, so that's what I call him. It just happened. He'd be fine with it. Yeah, and I am probably not going to be here next episode, but you know, there's always a chance I will be. You never know. That's how we roll here on Slaughterhouse yes. Princess. Hopefully I don't I'm feel sh- like I want to die the whole time so I can talk. Yeah, that would be good. I don't like it when you feel like you're going to die. My apologies. Well, I mean, I don't... It's not your fault. I blame you. I just... I feel bad for you, Brett, is what I'm trying to say. I'll so, be back in it next week. So, if people would like to recommend ways for Hotland to not to die... They could go to our Facebook and find us there where we're Slaughterhouse Princess. They could email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. They could tweet us at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess because Chris doesn't understand how long Twitter handles should be. And uh, you could also reach out to us on our Discord server, which can be reached at, at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Uh, and if for some reason someone handed you like, I don't know, like a CD with this episode on it, and you're wondering where you could find more, you could go to Stitcher, iTunes, Google Music, or probably on Amazon Music now because there's podcasts on that. Uh, iTunes, you could tell your Echo or your Google Home to play Slaughterhouse Princess podcast. Um, Spotify, and probably basically anywhere where you can find podcasts, you can find us. And uh, if you'd like to support us with your hard-earned dollars, you could go to store.slaughterhouseprincess.com or patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Mm-hmm. So come back next week for Brightburn. And while other podcasts think about movies, we'll stay alive. Bye. So, Chris, it's time to get naked.